0: Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. Have you ever thought about things that just seem to not go together? Like, Italian dressing is interesting. (laughs) Who Who would think of putting oil and water in the same dressing? When when you go to pour out the dressing on your salad, you always have to vigorously shake the bottle to combine the water and the oil together. Then after a few moments, the, the two separate and go their separate ways. Well, many have commented that transgenderism and feminism are kind of like oil and water. They are incompatible with each other. I would maintain that there is a better analogy. I think that transgenderism and feminism is like soap and oil. Soap literally breaks down the oil. It, it doesn't just go its separate way. Soap destroys everything that oil has done and leaves no trace of it. Feminism may have started out with good intentions. I mean, my own mother has said that she supported the feminist movement in the late 50s early 60s a- at that time the movement was about equality of opportunity and she was considered a-, a tomboy at the time when she was growing up and and really loved to play sports back when she was in school if if you wanted to play girls basketball for instance you had to either play on the offensive side of the court or the defensive side of the court if you were a girl girls weren't con- they 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 were considered just too weak and delicate to to be expected to run the entire court <laughs> this kind of attitude was was the kind of thing that the movement was trying to change but as many movements do they when, when they accomplish much of what they are working for they have a hard time going away They tend to morph into things that they really never intended to be in the beginning. Feminism morphed into lesbianism activists, uh, and eventually LGBTQ plus whatever you want to add in there, activists. As such, when the, the transgender movement came along, it can only stand back and watch as their house is burning to the ground. What we are seeing now in our society is a clash of sorts between transgenderism and feminism. This war of ideologies is currently being won by the transgender crowd, just to be perfectly honest. And it is destroying everything the feminists have worked for. The most recent example of this comes from uh, a, a transgender athlete. And uh, this was an article in the Daily Wire. And you may have heard about this. Um, This actually, this article is by uh, Ash Show. and, And it said this. It says, parents of female swimmers on the University of Pennsylvania's swim team are calling on the NCAA to review its rules regarding transgender athletes in women's sports. Several parents told Fox News that they were concerned with the situation facing their daughters about transgender athlete Leah Thompson, shattered two national records, and competed in the school's last home meet. Quote, it starts with the NCAA, the parent of the uh, the Penn swimmer told the outlet, adding, I think the NCAA needs to change its policies and find a way to include transgender women without trampling all over biological women unquote. Sue Feldman, uh, another parent of a swimmer, told the outlet, I think that this is obviously an issue and they should probably just look at how they're going to handle it and maybe handle it better in the future because right now they're not handling it so well. (laughs) That's kind of a diplomatic way of saying this just isn't working, right? At Penn's last home meet, which included swimmers competing from Dartmouth College and Yale, Yale University, uh, Thomas won the 200-yard freestyle and 500-yard freestyle, but came in fifth in the 100-yard freestyle behind Isaac Hennig. Uh, now, Hennig is a biological female claiming to be a man. As the uh, Daily Wire reported, parents at the meeting claimed Thomas seemed to be coasting and barely trying when winning the first race. And after winning the 50-yard freestyle, Hennig reportedly went topless despite competing as a woman. <laughs> uh, in fact, here's the quote. I wasn't prepared for that. <laughs> Everything is messed up. I can't wrap my head around this. The NCAA needs to do something about this. They need to put science into the decision and discussion. And this was just one parent that told the daily Mail this now hennig is allowed to swim against women because the Yale swimmer has not undergone transgender hormone treatment hennig uh, clarified that uh, explanation further in a 2021 opinion column uh, according to the daily wire a parent at a dartmouth swimmer uh, of a dartmouth swimmer uh, told fox that the fact that it's Gotten so much attention, it needs to be looked at more closely by the NCAA, and I would say it needs to be looked at by the NCAA, and not just looked at, but changed, and not just because it's getting attention; it's just simply because it's wrong. Right? Several parents told the outlet that sympathized with Thomas and the biological women competing. "Quote: well, I feel like she followed all the rules, and she uh, supposed that she's supposed to follow." Feldman said uh, that she, she actually added uh, e- that emphasizes the other girls that are playing against her. The Dartmouth sw- swimming parent said that he felt uh, he, he really felt for Thomas. They said uh, it's not fair to girls to have to swim uh, since they they've been six years old in, in competing against other biological girls for someone to have had a chance at swimming in the Ivy league championships. And that dream just shattered is just unfair. So, um, yeah, I mean, can you imagine it's, it's just, it, it's, it's an untenable situation that is going to need to be fixed. Now, similarly parents of the Penn women's swim, uh, of a Penn women swimmer told Fox news that they have nothing against Leah personally, but felt for their daughter who had been, affected directly since she swims the the same events and had to be bumped out of her spot because of this transgender person. Well, when she came onto the team, she had dreams of making and breaking some records and things like that, and and that many are just not possible now. The parent told Fox News that she is uh, angry, that she feels her, her friends are bumped from the relay or a roster that travels to a meet, all because of this particular person. Now, I just simply cannot imagine raising girl athletes today um, and, and then trying to tell them that, that if they work hard and put in all the time and the money and the energy needed to compete at that level, that it is very easy that all of this would just simply be for not. I mean, how can you tell your daughter today that if they do all the things that are needed to compete at a high level, that they're going to get a fair shot at doing what they've trained to do? You just can't tell them that any longer. It's just not a thing. Uh, a big part of the problem is the acceptance of gender fluidity as something other Than a mental disorder, really. Uh, Coming from the Federalist, uh, this actually goes back, dates back a couple uh, years uh, ago. uh, Georgie Boorman uh, wrote an article that said once celebrated author J.K. Rawlings has been uh, mobbed online for criticizing that womanhood is determined by biological sex, not feelings, tweeting support. For a British f- feminist who lost her job over the issue. Can you imagine that? And I, I think, you know, this, this was in the news because J.K. Rawlings obviously is a very popular author. And, and when she came out uh, with this stance, uh, there were a lot of people that, that, uh, uh, that didn't like that. And, uh, and yet all she was saying was that she uh, was supporting womanhood. Uh, as determined by biological sex, not just what my feelings are today. Vox, the explainer site, as they call it, can cannot fathom how bi- biology comes into play when determining who is and isn't a woman. They can't just, they can't fam- fathom that. Its article went so far as it's a Rawlings tweet in support of Maya Forstadter. Uh, was Get this. It was transphobic, <laughs> and that Rawling uh, just ruined Harry Potter, they said. <laughs> Other social media accounts label her as anyone who believes in the reality of biological sex with the uh, derogatory term turf, which I guess stands for trans exclusionary radical feminists. <laughs> That's really the first time I'd heard that. Uh, progressives claim, to encourage you to live your truth. But there are some truths you just can't live, you see. Now, a daughter, uh lost her job at the think tank that she was working for because she pointed out that a male does not deserve to be given awards meant for females and for numerous comments supporting the idea that biology determines one's sexual identity, not feelings. A forced daughter uh, contract with her employer was not renewed because of her beliefs about the biological reality of sex. So she sued under the Equality Act, saying that she was unfairly discriminated against for her feminism. See, these two are clashing and warring here. Now, forced daughter lost her judgment. The decision demonstrates that virtually the only thing one can be sure of in this brave new world is the primacy of feelings over any other consideration, including dignity and the right to think differently than some of the in-government people would prefer. <laughs> now, Forrest criticized uh, Philip P- uh, Pippa, uh, f- uh, which Philip Pippa uh, Bunce, I guess, is is their name, for receiving an award meant for women. The director of Credit Suisse, uh, who uh, spends half of his time expressing the persona of Pippa uh, by wearing makeup, a wig and dresses, was included in the Financial Times Heroes, and they, it's H-E-R-O-E-S, Heroes, Champions of Women in Business list. Uh, all although there is an equivalent list for men, I don't know if it's called menos or I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> according to the the uh, employment tribunal, uh, forced daughters' criticism of men assuming the roles and placements of women who have fought since the time immortal for their rights and accomplishments to be recognized uh, violates human dignity. Now this is where we see what the gender revolutionaries really think of women. Human dignity. What of four daughter's human dignity as, as a as a woman? Is, is it not demeaning and insulting to women for a married father of two to show up to work in fishnet stockings and, and lace dresses and and claim he is a you know a genuine expression of womanhood? <laughs> and 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 if it is isn't a a genuine expression of what he thinks is an aspect of his identity then what is it a farce uh, even worse it, is it not a rejection of the dignity of biological womanhood to accept an award meant for female executives i mean biological females who recognize that they are such which course, they're called cisgender in the gender terminology, aren't the only ones who feel feel demeaned. Individuals who have had their bodies surgically altered to make them appear more feminine or masculine, and even living as the opposite sex for a long time, were furious that Bunce received the award. So they're not even all on the same page. Yet even transgender people complain of being discriminated against because their efforts at femininity aren't convincing enough to make people feel comfortable, um, you know. Particularly if transgender uh, transgender try to use different bathrooms, for instance. Uh, so what gives? I mean, no sweeping legal protections for human dignity will hold this mess together. Gender gender fluidity and transgenderism can't coexist, even though the latter was bound to lead to the former. If all it takes to diagnose oneself as transgender is how you feel, then how Bruce or Pippa or whatever you want to call them feels is just as valid and right. However they feel, that's what's right. The only difference is that one depends on the binary and the other claims to reject it. There's no board that certifies you as legitimately transgender, right? I mean, I mean, you, you don't get a certificate or something that says I'm transgender. To be protected from discrimination as, as the Equality Act defines it, you need to have to live as the opposite sex for a certain number of years, or even or, or even surgeries. You don't you don't have to do that. All you have to do is be convinced. That you want to attempt to live as you were the opposite sex. now, willoughbury is is right. if if all you need to be considered transgender is a firm declaration that you are so and to make some effort at dressing the part, then of course, the term is meaningless. Now, now is a is a good time for trans. Individuals to think of the primary and, and the primacy of feelings through through to its logical conclusion. To be considered and be consistent with the new gendering, you have to admit that we all are gender fluid and that our sexes are indeed merely assigned at birth instead of observed, right? How ironic. First, the meaning of womanhood is erased by transgenderism through its recognition of of biological women as, as cisgender. And now the meaning of transgenderism is being undone by the consent of gender fluidity. Well, what should you expect when you ditch the concept of biological sex to begin with? When you accept there is such a thing as gender, as distinct from biological sex this yanks out the tent stakes in a windstorm it it appears or rather feels like it's rapidly gaining ground the the doctrine that feelings have primary primacy over objective spiritual truth it's it it, it's it's captivated the language male female manhood womanhood feminism masculinity and now it is armed with everything it needs to 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 prosecute wrongthink just to be honest we we see equality acts being passed into law in many countries now legislators have made laws protecting certain feelings and and beliefs over others as I've as I've written before, uh, trans rights are they're really coercive rights. They exist only by violating the rights of others. There's no equality to be gained by forcing other people to do your bidding. First, transgenderism destroyed the meaning of womanhood. Now, tra- uh, gender fluidity and non-binary have destroyed the meaning of transgender. And the whole chaotic, destructive process is based on feelings over concrete, objective truth. You know, that tent meeting the windstorm thing. Just like a lot of liberalism, it has, it is developing this way and it's been developing this way for a while now. Even though we see the effects developing rapidly, it is been years in the making just like a landslide for instance i i think in analogies and and if you think of a landslide it's it started with a little bit of water under the surface and it continues to erode and it continues to erode and continues to erode the stability of the hillside until suddenly it gives way we see the landslide and it's it just seems so sudden but it was a while in the making it wasn't just that last bit where the whole hillside starts to come down. So, how did we get to this point? I mean, transgenderism uh, really stems from feminist failure to deal with um, femininity. So, from an article from Kenneth Lafave going uh, back to February of last year, said, I had told, Demo- uh, had I told, Democratic friends around the turn of the 21st century, that in 2021, their party would insist that biological men identify as women should be treated as, uh, as a woman in sports competitions, they would have laughed me under the table. Yet, here's Joe Biden, their man in the White House, claiming that biological men have the right to compete against women as women. And to use women's restroom facilities. This is the sort of idiocy against which one cannot argue. Either one grasps the important the importance of, of chromosomes and genitalia in identifying males and females, or one is an idiot. <laughs> uh, to argue against the idiot itself is idiocy for no one so irrational. Will ever listen to a rational argument. I really can't argue with him on that. All we can do is try to understand how we got here. And the route is not what one might think. The first path on this journey to biological blindness is culture's insistence on equality as sameness. So just because uh, something is equal doesn't mean it has to be exactly the same. Under this definition, it's expected that women be given the same jobs as men, regardless of different differences in, in physical uh, physical strengths. Uh, applying this this assumption of equal physical strength consistently, we are left with no room for complaint when when physically superior men compete against physically inferior women, because merely pointing out the difference, of course, is forbidden men and women are physically equals. Therefore, competition between them is inherently equal, goes the classic feminist line. Unless the feminist rejects this claim, she must take the side of the transgendered in the matter of athletics. So you see, there's a division even within the feminist movement. But the case for men in women's sports is bigger than a claim for some sort of equality. The assertion that men can identify as women, if they so choose, makes the very reality of man and woman a matter of choice, unrelated to biology. And if identifying as a as a matter of choice, then the issue of biological differences is just simply moot. That that the the biological male woman and the fact that they keep defeating the biological female woman is of no consequence. Some kinds of women are simply better at sports than other kinds of women. That's all. Uh, Although some have flirted with uh, applying this issue of identity to areas beyond gender, the the notion hasn't really struck any chords with most people one hapless white woman attempted to identify as as black, but was promptly called out as a racial wannabe. <laughs> that that sort of thing the culture made clear was a no-no. Uh, you don't get to be a white black person, even though the, the chromosomal difference between blacks and whites is far less than that between men and women. So, so how, how can men... Identify as women? The answer is found in one, uh, one famous name, Marilyn Monroe. Uh, this is kind of something to, that, that was kind of interesting to think about. Marilyn is a symbol of objectified femininity, such as is often seen in pornography, like Playboy magazine or something. The sexual revolution, so called, did not result in the liberation of women. But in a new definition of of woman as sexual entities of a certain sort, where woman previously meant any biological female, with the ensuing range of possible attributes, personalities, and and physical and emotional traits, the woman who emerged in the fifties and sixties had only certain oh, hyperbolized characteristics she was built she was seductive and she was a little on the mentally shallow side let's say in other words she was easy prey for men on the make as they would say the cliche of women now seems ludicrous and as indeed it 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 always was but while feminists worked to offer a view of women as men's physical and mental equal they did nothing to offer a truly feminine alternative to Maryland and Playboy and, and the and the such. A sexual woman remained an objectified woman. The object changed a bit from Playboy Bunny to Hippie Girl to 70s Swinger to 80s Party Girl, but nowhere along the line was there an effort to reaffirm the integrity of of, of woman as a as a full sexual partner let's say to do this would have required facing the possibility um you know po- possibly d- dismissing some of the sexual revolutions most cherished ben- beliefs it would have been necessary to address the central role of a woman as a mother and the inherent connection of sex and parenthood to look at marriage as more than a breakable contract, to redirect sexual energies to partnership and relationship, and, and even to look at the traditional roles of men and women in marriage as not baseless. Indeed, it was easier to press forward with equal as same and to leave objectified women in place as proof of men's indomitable chauvinism. <laughs> Enter the, the trans woman. Biologically abandoned, we arrive at the place where woman is any any human with a particular attitude, namely uh, a, a willingness to exhibit the cliches of objectified femininity sexually, and, and be called woman. An object doesn't need biology. You hear me? An object doesn't need biology. All that is required is the willingness to be such an object. Trans women are protected for the same reason pornography is popular. When wo- when when women again means something beyond a choice or an object, sanity will be restored. For now, but we live in a in a in a world of unreality, where an entity is whatever we choose to name it. So some final thoughts on this war between transgenderism and feminism. This war is being won right now by the transgender movement. The reason it is, is because of a, of a couple reasons, really. Number one, the modern feminist movement has morphed from equal rights for women to a lesbian advocacy group. How, how can a, a group... Like this be against transgenderism. It can't. So it's it, it's conflicted. Number two, feminism is divided into those that support transgenderism and those that see the hypocrisy. Everything that the feminist has accomplished is being torn down in a very quick period of time. So, as we have more and more situations where people give their preferred pronouns, <laughs> it will only get worse before it gets better. And by the way, I prefer pronouns like Gina Carano gives and what got her fired from Disney for using, and that's beep bop boop, you <laughs> know. You may want to give me your preferred pronouns. You can always do that at uncommon sensepodcast.com. Thank you very much for listening. This podcast is a production of Morganite Communications.